0: Romans chapter 5 we're going to talk about the ingredients for for success in intercession okay we're going to talk about the ingredients for success in intercession father we just thank you in Jesus' name we thank you for the day we thank you that we can break the word of life together we thank you that we can come boldly to the throne of grace team, mercy and find help in a time of need father we're just so grateful and thankful for what you're doing what you have done, and what you're going to constantly do. Father, we thank you, God, that we're going to learn today, we're going to grow today, we're going to be strong today, and we're going to keep the joy of the Lord, which is our strength. And, Father, we just thank you that we have victory. We have overcome because you have overcome, and we're so grateful and thankful and it's in Jesus name everybody say. It. amen so we're going to talk about the the ingredients for a successful intercession we've been talking about intercession everybody know what intercession means intercession means you're taking the place of someone or something you're interceding for when you're praying for somebody that's lost you actually feel like you're lost have you ever have you ever got to the have you ever felt like that during the day that you just felt like you was lost for some reason. You just felt like you needed to repent mm-hmm. for for everything. You start thinking in your mind everything. You're going back. Did you ever stop and ask yourself the question? Maybe that I'm interceding for somebody. And sometimes you may never know who you're interceding for. Sometimes you might. God might tell you who you was interceding for. Or he might tell you before you start praying. I need you to pray for, for Megan. You know, I want you to start praying. That's why it's so important to rely on the holy ghost the holy ghost was not sent to be your to to pray for you he is set he is sent to help you pray come on now remember that too many people put the emphasis on the holy ghost this is the holy Ghost's job no this is your job you are the one that's supposed to call upon the name of the lord you're the one that's supposed to seek remember the bible said jesus said if you seek me, you shall find me. Mm-hmm. If you knock, it shall be open unto you. Come on now. The Holy Ghost is there to help you. But there's times that we don't know how to pray for somebody that Romans 8, chapter 8, verse 26 and 27 says, in the King James Version, they should cross out itself and put himself there. Because <laughs> the Holy Ghost is not in it. Amen. He's a person. Mm-hmm. But it says the Holy Ghost is there to help you in your infirmity, meaning in your weakness. He, if you don't know how to pray for he will pray with groanings. Plus, he'll help you pray the perfect will of the Father. Come on now. Don't you want to know what the perfect will of God is? Mm-hmm. Start praying in the Holy Ghost. Amen. Amen? But the ingredients. Remember, when you intercede for something, someone, you're interceding for that person. If you're interceding for the nation, you're interceding for that nation. You know, I don't know if God's ever woke you up and told you to pray for for Russia or North Korea or South Korea. Wait till he wakes you up and tells you to pray for that. Believe me, you need the Holy Ghost. Because I don't know about you, but do you know what's going on in, in North Korea? I mean, honestly, know what's going on in North Korea. I mean, you can see the fake news, as our president says. You know, you can watch CNN. You used to, you used to call that the Clinton Clinton network, news network. And President Bill Clinton was president, him and Hillary. Well, I think Hillary was running country. Bill was just there as, as, as the face guy. That's my personal opinion, amen. But the ingredients for an successful intercession, number one. Is found in Romans 5, verse 5. Everybody there, say amen. 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 Romans 5, verse 5. (laughs) Uh, Romans 5, verse 5. Uh, It says, go ahead, Megan, you read it. Now, hope does not disappoint because the love of God has been poured out in our hearts by the Holy Spirit who was given to us. Amen. Do you see? Number one, the love. The God kind of love, the goppy love, is the first for what, first thing for successful for being an intercessor. It has to be love. If you don't have the love, you're not going to be able to intercede correctly. You'll you'll just do like that, like a lot of people do. When you have yeah, you ever run into somebody and they'll say, or you'll say to them, or they'll say to you, "Will you pray?" For, Pray for me. You know, and when you do think about it, because a lot of times you don't. Come on, I'll be honest. Say amen or oh me. It's true anyhow. Mm-hmm. You know, and when you do think about them, you think of, well, Lord, I pray for I pray for Jim. I just lift him up, Lord. I just ask that you bless him and then you move on. But see, when you have a love and compassion and you're you're compelled with God, you find out what Jim's needs are. If Jim don't tell you, you're asking God, and if God doesn't tell you, you're relying on the Holy Ghost to pray the f- perfect prayer of the fa- perfect will of the Father. Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. So love is the first one. The nature of God is in you, and the nature of God is love. Remember the Bible says God is love. Yep. Come on now. See, our, our we are we are family. We are a love family. Everyone that's everyone in the family has it, whether they know it or not, that they have the love of God in their heart. See, you you know, now we must exercise that love. See, we don't want to be like the one man that had the one talent. Remember Jesus talked about and went and buried it? Mm-hmm. Remember Jesus said, said to him, you know, cast him and throw him in the outer darkness? We don't want to be like that. We can't stand before God and say, God, I couldn't love that person because I didn't have your love. God's going to say, Nah, I gave you my love when you became born again. That is the first fruit of your recreated born again spirit. The fruit of the spirit is not up for the whole of the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost is all them. That is to help you with your recreated born again spirit. You have to exercise patience. The Holy Ghost don't need to exercise patience, does he? No. Does the Holy Ghost have to exercise love? No. If he's the third person of the Trinity and they all three are one, then why would God have to exercise his own love? Come on now. He wouldn't. Dear God. But see, we don't want to be like the one that took the talent and hid it. We need to exercise that. The love of God's been shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost. Megan just wrote that, read that to you in Romans chapter 5, verse 5. It is there. But see, we are the branches. He's the vine. Where does the fruit grow? On the vine. On the what? On the branches. On, on, on the branches. branches. On the branches. Yeah. And what does the Bible say? God, the Bible says God will cut back the branches so it can bring forth more fruit. Mm-hmm. Well, God wouldn't need to cut himself back. No. Come on now. That's why we have the fruit of the Spirit. We need to exercise this. And first first thing to be a successful intercessor is that you have to have love. You need to be praying what Psalm 2 verse 8 says. Pray and ask the Lord for the heathen for thy inheritance. You know? What are you going to do when a prostitute comes into your church? Right off of the street. Are you going to say, oh dear God, we're going to get clothes on and get all that makeup on. Or her skirt's a little bit too short. You know, that's the sad part about it. That's what the church. Yeah. I'm talking the body of Christ. Not you people. You people are all saints. You, be, <laughs> you people. I thought there was wings one time, but I found out that was shoulder blades that were sprouting on some people. But, you know, I know you people wouldn't. But, you know, that's the sad part about it was before the church was the buildings, not the body of Christ. We've never been shut down. Never will. Come on now. Mm-hmm. We are the body of Christ. You can't shut down this body. Nope. you know everybody's saying the devil's going to take over the world No, as long as I'm still alive come on now as long as the body of Christ is here the devil knows he can't keep full roll and reign till we're out of the way yeah. now, does that mean that we're not going to suffer persecution no. oh dear God I wish I could say yes if you get saved you're never going to have to have another problem again <laughs> no. you better wake up and realize when you look out your window the devil's going to be sitting with all of his demons on your porch be like, nope. awake matter now. of fact, matter of fact, he'll be standing right there alongside right there beside your bed. You wake? You wake nope. away. He'll be, he <laughs> want he wants to put you back to sleep. but you wake up, he'll be going, No, you need to get back to sleep. Hit that snooze alarm. Come on, how many of us done that today? Yo. Nope. Amen. Do you see? See the Bible Bible declares that the, that the love of God has been shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost. That means the God kind of love has been shed abroad in our spirit. See, that's why we can look at somebody and say, in myself, i you're right, I can't love you, but I don't look within myself, I look to who I am, and who I am is hidden with Christ. And if Christ is God's, I'm God's. So that means I have the God kind of love in me. You heard me say it many times. There's a lot of times I thought I've arrived in love. Yeah. How about it, Megan? Thought I, you know, arrived in love. You know what I mean by arrived in love? Mm-hmm. I thought I, I, I knew everything there was about love. Then God knocked you back down. Oh yeah, God all of a sudden made me realize that I didn't know one thing about it. Come on now, people thinking that they can flip on and. The Like the gifts of the spirit they think that it's like a light switch if they control it that they can flip it on or flip it off anytime they want. I'm sorry to tell you this God's the only one that has a switch not you. You know God's the one that gave you that gift you don't get it just so that you can have it to make yourself look good make yourself feel bit big. No, that is gift is given because it's a gift that is given for the body of Christ to edify, to exhort, to comfort, to rebuke, to chastise, whatever it, whatever needs be to build the person up, to send them out into that harvest field and get the lost. So they can bring the king home. Come on now. I don't know about yeah. you, but I want to have something to give the king. Don't yeah. you? Yeah. You know, I hear people all the time say, well, if I can just, if I just get by the, by the pearly gates and I get a lawn chair outside. The, I don't want that. You want out, don't want outside the pearly gates. I don't even <laughs> want inside the pearly gates. I want one of my jobs to be around the throne. Come on now. I want to be able to present Jesus Christ with something. God the Father with something because they gave so much to me. Yes. You know, I, I, I can't I'm not satisfied. You know, a husband that, that's getting ready to marry his future wife, his girlfriend, and he gets her an engagement ring. He searches and finds the best ring he can possibly buy, even if he doesn't can't afford it, he'll put it on payments and make that payments until he can get it to put it on their finger. Well, dear God man, if he's if I'm the bride of Christ and we're part of the bride or the body of Christ and we're the bride, don't you think that you know Jesus gave his all of everything that we could ever ever going to ever need. Why can't we give something back to him? Come on now. Glory to God. See, we can't even say we give our love to God because we don't have love without God. Come on now. We can't even give our body because we don't own it. This is the this is the love family. Love is the ba- base for all the activity of the body of Christ on earth, if we have love, look at First Thessalonians four nine. See, this is this is the this is the basics for all the activities of the body of Christ on earth is that we love one another. There, First Thessalonians four nine. Say Amen to there. I'm here. to God. Am I we going rabbit trail. We can go on some rabbit trails and do some little baby Madeline. Um. We got the we got the band aids. Okay, you there, mother? Yeah. Verse nine, four nine. First, First Thessalonians four nine. First Thessalonians four nine. But as touching brotherly love, ye need not that I write unto you, for ye yourselves are taught of God to love one another. Do you see that? We are taught to love one another. the the love law the the love law of the family. Of God is first or in John chapter 13. John, Saint John 13. I'm gonna have you guys going through your Bible. Somebody else turn to Matthew chapter 5, and somebody turn to 1 John 3. 1 John, you there? Or Saint John 13 34. Everybody should know this verse. Yeah, you there? Mm-hmm. A new commandment given to you that ye love one another as I have loved you. That ye also love one another. Amen. Remember the first be the successful in your intercession. You have to have the love, the God kind of love, the love of God. You already have it because it's been shed abroad in your heart, according to Romans five five, right? First John, first Thessalonians four nine, and First John or Saint John thirteen thirty four says that we have the love of God inside of us because we love the brethren. Matthew chapter 5. Somebody there? See, we are also commanded to love our enemies. Mm -hmm. Matthew chapter 5. You there? Somebody there? Matthew chapter 5. 5. 44 and 45. You're reading out the Amplified Version, right? Yep. 44 and 45. But I say to you, love that is unselfish, seek unselfishly seek the best or higher good for your enemies and pray for those who persecute you so that you may show yourself to be the child of your father who is in heaven for he makes his sun rise on those who are evil and on those who are good and makes the rain fall on the righteous those who are Morally upright and the unrighteous, the unrepresent, who, those who oppose him. Hey Amen. Read read forty four and forty five, Megan. Uh, you got a you got a different translation. Are you there, Mom? Ma- Matthew five. No. Oh. I'm in Matthew but I didn't have the right. Forty-four and forty-five, so everybody can understand. because some people might not understand the amplified version. But I say to you, love your enemies, bless those who curse you, do good to those who hate you, and pray for those who spitefully use and persecute you, that you may be sons of your Father in heaven. For He makes His sun rise on the evil and on the good, and sends rain on the just and the unjust. No, God doesn't doesn't bless the unjust. Yes, he does. (laughs) The reason we can do this—love our enemy, bless them that curse us, do good to them that hurt us, pray for them that despitefully use us—and to and those that persecute us—is because the manner of love the Father has disposed upon us. That's the reason why we can do that. Believe me, it's not easy to love somebody that persecuted you. Come on now. It's not easy to love somebody that's talking bad about you, that's spreading negative things and untruthful things about you. Come on now. Remember the love chapter in 1 Corinthians 13? Mm-hmm. Starting with verse 4 through verse 8. Beginning verse 8, it says, Love is never envy nor prideful, yeah. neither is boastful. Doesn't account of the suffrage done wrong to them. Now you know it doesn't take our account of the sufferings done. How many of us have suffered? All of us. <clears throat> How many of you just this just this week or this week, last past weekend, had somebody where you could have reached out and fellowship with them and laid a fivefold fivefold ministry on them? You know, punched them right in the head. Come on now. Come with me. First, you there? First, First John three. Yep. Verse one. I have the amplified version. Mm -hmm. Yep, little John. I have the amplified version as well. Okay. It says, See what an incredible quality of love the Father has shown to us that we would be permitted to by the name and called and counted the children of God. And so we are. For this reason the world does not know us because because it did not know him. You there, Megan? Mm -hmm. Verse verse three, verse one. Behold what manner of love the Father has bestowed on us, that we should be called children of God. Therefore, the world does not know us, because it did not know Him. Amen. Do you see? So, when they're persecuting you, they're not persecuting you. They're persecuting the one you represented. Yeah. When they're speaking negative about you, they're not speaking negative about you. They're speaking about the one you represent. Yep. The one that lives inside you. Remember, Paul said that, there in Corinthians he said that you're a fragrance to life to some and a fragrance to yeah. death to others sometimes when people rouse themselves up around you and everything is because you're a fragrance to death to them all of a sudden they're starting to see that they are eternally damned come on now We're, we want to be don't you want to be an successful prayer warrior a successful intercessor the first one you got to realize is that you gotta realize you have love. Come on now. Amen. Amen. So number two. Your will and love. This agape love, this God kind of love, involves the choice of your will. See, it is up to you whether you want to love that person or not. It ain't up to God. God gave you everything that you need. Come on now. Yes. It's like, it's like these people out there are constantly always battling the devil and fighting the devil. Do you realize God gave you everything that you need to stand against the devil? You don't yep. need to fight him. That's right. You're only supposed to fight the good fight of faith. But you know God gave you the faith to be able to do that. He said he gave you the grain of a mustard seed of faith. It is up to you whether that faith grows. Mm-hmm. Come on now. Why do we have a lot of over, overweight and obesity people? Because they got fat and lazy. Come on now, I mean, be honest. How come we all don't look like one of them bodybuilders, man or woman? Or one of those exercise women that, you know, does aerobics and stuff. How come you women don't look like that? It's because you didn't take the time to practice what they did. Mm -hmm. How come we don't all have the same type of faith as Smith Wigglesworth? God has no favorites in the kingdom of God. If God did it for him, he'll do it for you. Come on now. It's because it came down to your will. Do you do you truly, honestly, when you go before God, seek God with a with a pure heart and an open heart? Are you going and knocking on the door until it opened to you and answered? Are you taking the time to spend with your father? Come on, it comes down to your will. You can you can will the agape love of God has been shed abroad. But I already said it showed you that it has been. That's why you can love your enemies. That's why you can do. That's why Jesus was able to stay on the cross. And say it was finished. Mm-hmm. Because of the love of God. His Father. You have that love. But see for us to have the God kind of love. Just like the God kind of faith. Just like the God kind of patience involves the choice of your will. The love is inside your spirit if you are born again. But you are the one who has to will to put it into practice. No one else can do it for you. Only you can get into the Bible and find what your needs are and then go before God for it. Come on now. If God so loved if God so loves a sparrow, yeah, how much more will He love us? That that He knows when that sparrow hits the ground. How much more important are you than that sparrow? A sparrow never ne- neither sows nor reaps, but God still takes care of him. Yeah, He mm-hmm. always provides food for you. Why are you always constantly worried about tomorrow? Tomorrow will take care of itself. You're supposed to, you're supposed to pray for what you need today. Today, the God will give me my daily bread. Mm-hmm. Come on now, isn't that what the Lord's Prayer says? Yep. yep. See, you choose to let let the love loose from within you. That's why James says it's sometimes it's better to be be quick to hear, slow to speak, and slow to anger. Why do you think Paul said in in uh in Ephesians chapter four he said let let not the sun go down upon thy wrath. Mm-hmm. Husbands and wives, listen to this. Don't go to bed mad with one another because you're going to wake up. You're going to be more P.O.'d you were before. Yes. You find common ground before you go to bed. Even if you're not in relationship, if you go to bed angry, you're going to wake up even angrier. But like no. I said, that's why, the, that's, why the, that's why you see God to say it all the time in there. You know? But see, it's up to you. See, you choose to lose with the love in you. Come on now. See, we can choose to love all people, even our enemies. Mm -hmm. Almost anyone can love those who love love them, isn't it? It's easy. It's harder. But the Bible tells us to love our enemies. That's hard. That's the hard part. See, we choose to have all people, even the unlovable. We love as God loves. It involves the giving of our lives for the benefit of mankind. Oh, dear God, get a hold of this. This does not merely refer to dying physically. It mainly mainly refers to our being willing to give up our own will, way, and take time to pray and intercede for all men. Come on now. What does 1 Timothy 2 verse 1 says? Do you know? Come on, somebody quote it for me. Timothy. First of all, supplication prayer intercession be made for all men for all that in authority verse 2 for kings for all men yeah see this is this is where i truly believe we as the body of christ have not got a hold of the former pentecost that the pentecostal people had 50 years ago 70 years ago had they knew how to pray they could pray heaven down on earth how many times you've ever heard some man of God talk about old time people that would pray, that would intercede, that would pray that they would not lose, they would not lose lose a hold of the altar of God. They'd hold on to the horns of God till they got the answer. It didn't matter if it took all day. They stayed there until they got the answer. How many of us are willing to do, sacrifice that time? Come on now. Boy, I could do some meddling right now, but I'm going to stop because I know I'll get myself in trouble. Listen, God loves us while we were yet sinners and sent Christ to die for us. We are to love the same way. We we, We give our lives for mankind. This is where suffering comes in. This is how we enter into the suffering. You're not suffering for Christ when you're sick with ammonia, or or COVID nineteen, as they would say, <laughs> or he, or or whatever. See, when you enter into the suffering for humanity, it involves sacrifice. It involves giving our lives for the benefit of mankind. There, are, There is a suffering and a sacrifice in giving up your own will and life to intercede for others. We need to get out of this selfish mentality. Us for no more. Me, 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 I, I, I. That's aye. the Me Too movement? Yeah. Oh, we ain't going there. I could really do meddling. <laughs> Come on now. So... I want to encourage you. I'm gonna I'm not gonna go very long here today, but number three, we're gonna start next week one is compassion. But do you see when you truly intercede and when you truly pray, are you willing to give up? Not my will be done, but thy will be done. You know, Jesus could have said in the Garden of Gethsemane, hey, you know, this is too much to bear, man. I I don't want to drink this cup. Take this cup from me, and you. He did pray that. God would took it back to heaven. And if then, if okay. it be if it be Thy will, take this cup from me. But he said, Not my will, but Thy will be done. That talks. How many times did you see where Jesus took and and when he you know told his disciples get in the boat, we're going to the other side. He never said that, you know, they ain't going to make it to the other side. He said, we're Going to the other side. Jesus, is in your boat's going to the other side. And, mm-hmm. You know. But did you you remember it says he mushed all the people? Did you know he didn't take it and say, well, this is me time now. I could sit back, watch a ball game or, you know, go get myself a milkshake a tasty freeze. No, the Bible says he went off and prayed all night. You know, even when the disciples, remember when he sent the 70s out out and they came back and they told him, he said, come in and, and get rest and everything because he knew that sometimes you get weary there is time that you need to type take time to to look to yourself you know because the only person that can take care of you is you Mm -hmm. don't put your dependence on a person that person will fail you they ain't gonna always be here but i know somebody will be always be there with you never leave you nor forsake you come on that's Mm jc jesus christ amen amen but do you see what i do you see what i'm trying to teach you here the ingredients of being a good intercessor is that you're putting your will down you're saying god okay i was going to go and spend some time with my loved ones but not my will but your will be done this must be believe me if god puts somebody on your heart it's very important you, let me close with this. You you remember, everybody knows who uh, Kenneth E. Hagen is, Dad Hagen, is, as we call him, as us Raymondites, you know, a graduate from Rema as I am. That's what we used to call him, Dad Hagen. A lot of people in the Body of Christ called him Dad Hagen. He talked about that there was a time that he, uh, he was getting in the car, and his wife, Aretha, looked at him, and the only time he ever put his seat buckle on, was this day, he put his seat buckle on. He never drove or never rode in a car with a seat buckle the whole time he was on the earth, but this one time. And he said, I just feel like that I need to put this on, that there's going to be an accident. And he said he just did one of those generic type prayers that all of us do, you know, Father, I pray that you surround my family with faith and love, you know, and and all that. And he went to the meeting. And he said he was getting ready to get up to to preach they were having a meal before the service and uh his son called and they came and told him he had a long distance phone call and he said that ken jr was on the phone and he said that his niece went through the windshield of the car killed her she was 25 years old left two small children five years old and a three-year-old was that god's best and he said, when he looked at the wreath, he said, when he looked at it, when he was putting the seed buckle on, I didn't put this part in because I forgot. He said, he said, I feel like somebody's going to go through the windshield. That was God trying to tell him to intercede. See, God sometimes will tell give you something and tell you so that you can divert the path. I can remember a man that one time he was praying and God told him, he said, get up off your knees and go down this road to a bridge. There was a man there. And he stopped on this bridge. Here there was a guy getting ready to kill himself. If he wouldn't have took the time to listen to that voice. One thing you'll know about what I teach is, as you always hear me say, always be led by the Spirit of God. Always be led by the Spirit of God. You know, if God tells you something, do it. But if God tells you to put somebody on your heart, it is for a reason that He he trusts you that you are able to pray. Can I go give you one little nugget here real quick to help you? Remember what Deuteronomy 29, 29 says. The secret things belong unto the Lord. And those things that are revealed belong unto you and your children forever. If you don't understand why certain things happen to somebody and God hasn't told you, it is none of your business. Kind of blunt and to the point, isn't it? Mm-hmm. You know, don't ever touch it in thought life. I can remember man look at me. It was probably a week after my dad passed away. And uh, the man looked at me and said, do you, do you think your dad's in heaven or do you think he's burning in hell? And I looked at him and I said, I have a hope that he's in heaven. And I said, but if he's in hell, there's nothing I can do for him now anyhow. And I thought about that back to where I was living at the time. I thought about that and the spirit of god gave me Deuteronomy 29:29 29, 29, and he said don't you ever touch that in thought life. Do you know I can say to this day and my dad's been passed away going on 22 years come this January of 2021. You know, I've never touched that in thought life. Because that's a sicker thing belonged to him and between him and, and my dad. If I needed to know, God would have told me. He'd let you know. Why does certain thing happen to certain people? I don't know. I'm not God, but if He reveals it to me, I can help you. If He doesn't, I can pray for you, and ask God to give you wisdom, give you clarity, give you, you know, ask the Holy Spirit to comfort you. But you know, if He doesn't, that's a sicker between them and God. If you were supposed to know, you would have been told. Come on, now we're children of the light. We ain't supposed to be in darkness. That's why none of these things should take us off guard amen amen let's go ahead and pray bless god (laughs) hallelujah father we just thank you if there's anyone out there that does not know jesus christ as our lord and savior here's a great opportunity i used to say this when i used to minister you know do you clean up before you take a bath you know no you jump in the shower just the way you are that's the way you come to christ just the way you are say this with me say father I come to you in Jesus' name. I know I'm a sinner, and I know that I've sinned, but I accept the free gift that you've given, and that is Lord Jesus Christ. I ask, Lord Jesus, that you come into my heart. I thank you that you've made me a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things become new. I thank you that I'm a new creation, and I thank you that I'm born again. I'm a child of the living God. If you prayed that prayer please contact me to let me know uh, plus find somebody tell them that you gave your life and heart to jesus christ and find yourself a good bible-based church where you can grow and and grow up in the things of god father we just thank you that we have the opportunity to come together to break your word we thank you that it's brought healing and health to our body we thank you that it's given us revelation we thank you the father that we have that our eyes of our understanding is enlightened. Father, we thank you that we have the mind of Christ. We thank you that God, that Lord, that we're growing up. Father, and we're so grateful to do your will. Father, as we learn more about prayer and as we go in deep into prayer, Father, we're just so grateful, Lord, even when our feelings get hurt and our pride gets stomped on and our toes get crushed, we're just so grateful, Father, that God, that you're bringing clarity to us and bringing revelation to us that father that we're that we're seeing and we're understanding father how vital and how important the weapon of this warfare that we have is muddy through prayer and father we're just so grateful and we give you all the glory and all the praise and it's in Jesus' name and everybody said amen, amen. glory to god glory to god you know i was listening to